Hello, hello, listener, and welcome to the podcast with your agony aunt, Anna. This is a space where we put a positive spin on all things shit. You can share anything with your agony aunt, and I will try and get you to see it from the lighter side, because it's a bloody pandemic, and if we don't laugh, we will cry. If you're feeling like your life's all over the place or you're feeling sorry for yourself, down in the dumps even, then this is a safe place for you. You can follow me on Instagram at your.agonyaunt for updates and to get involved. Or you can email me if you want to share or ask anything. Youragonyaunt.anna at gmail.com Okay, so this is actually really, really exciting. I don't know if you can hear. I was really hoping that in that silence a bird would like cheep cheep. But I'm actually in the wilderness. I wanted to get some fresh air and just chill out in nature. So I've brought a little camping chair, which I think is for a child, or I've put on a lot of lockdown weight. Um, it's a bit snug. I've brought like a little flask with some tea, which I spilt in about 30 seconds because a, a dog came up behind me and absolutely just shat myself and spilt everything everywhere. But I'm looking out at a lovely big field and gorgeous scenery. So I was actually inspired to get out and do this one in nature. I was going to do it while on a walk, but I was like, imagine me with my laptop trumping around, plus also out of breath. Um, but I was inspired by Josh Roberts, who last week I spoke about him and his book, Anxious Man. And for those of you that listened, I'd been absolutely wallowing in my bed, house, whatever, staying at home, following government's advice, actually. But yeah, I hadn't been out for a walk or done anything. And so Josh actually got me out. I put on a um, Audible, downloaded the free trial, lovely and listened to it on a really long three hour walk. So I wanted to come back out into the wilderness and do that again. So if you're settling in, ready to listen to the podcast, but you haven't left the house today, stop, press pause, put on some shoes, put on a coat, probably you don't need a scarf, maybe a hat, and head out on a lovely walk while you listen to my podcast and we'll just breathe some bloody fresh air. So recently, my therapist and I, yes, I have a therapist, and no, it's not that American style, like we all have a therapist just to speak to every week to like vent. I am currently doing CBT and I'm loving it and feeling healthier and it's just really great. I mean, you guys might see me on my like tip top, trying to be funny, delightful behaviour, but I'm well and truly a hot mess. So if you're feeling like a hot mess, I'm with you. But anyway, they actually said to me in one of the sessions that I am hypersensitive to rejection. And I was like, duh. You don't have to have a degree to know that. So for any of my friends that maybe haven't replied to my text messages, I have taken that terribly. You've probs sent me into a mental breakdown. I'm, of course, only joking, but you probably did make me cry. Just a little bit. I am making light of this. 
And of course, it is always good to just chat about it and joke about any problems that you're having. If you're comfortable with it, I'm actually having a right laugh with my sister when we discuss how I'm getting on and what I'm up to, which obviously we actually really hate. We never used to do it, but it's a pandemic. It's, you know, all a bit intense. We probably should keep each other updated. And for us, sibling rivalry was not really a thing, but it was more of like me just being totally jealous of her because she is, she's just fantastic. And I was telling her that this was coming up and I was like, oh my God, my sister's so great. And I'm like so jealous and she's so good at everything. And um, she interrupted me and was like, yeah. And did he say like, I'm not surprised. She sounds bloody great. And I just like laughed my head off and it was so funny. She was being deadly serious, just like her tone was so dead serious. It was really, really funny. And it just made what could have been quite like an awkward, vulnerable chat into something super, super funny. Because I, for one, do not want to get awkward and deep. Ugh, yuck. But I just thought that was something I wanted to mention on the podcast today in the sense of maybe pushing for attention back from Josh because I I did invite him on the podcast and that was that was quite big first invitation on the podcast didn't even know I was gonna have guests but now apparently I'm open to it and I instagrammed him I don't even know if you can do that I tweeted at him and I have heard nothing back so yeah really feeling that rejection this week we got the roadmap i genuinely think that this was what everyone needed um i actually didn't even tune in on monday i really didn't care not is the right word but like i just couldn't deal with another press conference and I'm just completely avoiding the news and you know my it's not affecting my life right now so I'll hear about it when I hear about it I actually only found out about the date of the 21st of June because of all the memes I literally knew that date that's the easy I care about and I was like didn't even have to read the news I just saw all the memes and I felt very informed and you know that's how I do plan on getting my news updates from now on But it is nice to be a little bit involved in the news and what's going on in the world. So I've actually started watching Loose Women. It's fantastic. I feel like I may as well just have kids and work from home and just be all involved in these issues. Yeah, I mean, it's not really a bit of me, but I am loving Loose Women. Getting in touch with my Loose Woman within since I can't go out and get loose. But they were saying how people are having more intense dreams they were actually said that people are having more vivid dreams at the moment and a little fun fact for you I thought vivid meant vague for years so I kept telling people that it was like a vivid memory and like I remember it vividly and then they'd ask me questions and I'd be like I don't really know and they were like I thought you said it was vivid I was like yeah exactly vivid like barely remember the details (laughs) and I'm not gonna lie this confusion of a conversation happened quite a few times before someone decided to tell me you know vivid means like a really clear memory anyway so people and women in particular are having vivid dreams at the moment maybe a bit intense and it's because dreams are actually a way for our conscious to process our emotions so when you're having all these emotions going around in your head 
you really need to actually work through them and process these and sort of let them settle and you don't have time to fully complete that all in one day so your dreams sort of work through any of the things that have been going on in the background that you're worried about feeling anxious about whatever it is and fully process them and kind of put them to bed but at the moment shit's gone crazy the world's burning literally in the words of Greta Thunberg and we just cannot process all of our emotions and they did say specifically women I don't know if that's why that is that women are maybe having less emotions that are being fully processed but we've got so much going on that we can't process it all in a day and so our dreams are just a bit more intense and they say that you know it is our conscious brain trying to process these emotions but what they do is that because it's if it's like a serious issue, instead of, oh my God, the dog that scared the shit out of me and I dropped my tears back, hi. Now his owner is walking towards me on one side. Do I stop? Do I say hi? Do I just keep talking to myself? This is all very awkward. I'm just gonna stop talking for a bit. Okay, I think we're in the clear, let's continue. Oh, where was I? Oh yeah, so like let's say you are seriously worried about your boyfriend cheating on you or let's say you're really worried about your family getting coronavirus, anyone that's maybe vulnerable. So instead of actually then dreaming exactly that, which is very intense and actually would probably wake you up and would actually not help you get a restful night's sleep, your brain sort of adapts it and that's why it's always like, I don't know why, but I was like part of the police force and we were like investigating this thing and that might think that something in your life you feel like you have to help someone in a certain situation but instead you actually think about it in quite like um quite an abstract way that isn't really real so it's actually like not really that intense and you're not like terrified of it affecting your real life and so you actually do have a lovely sleep and process those emotions so yeah isn't that fun something else i saw this week Okay, I'm going to find this hard to describe, but basically I saw a picture and I'm pretty sure Dr. Alex was involved because he just loves mental health and it's amazing work. But basically it was like this big van that was driving around that had like a screen on the sides, pretty high tech stuff. And they had messages from one person to a loved one that they thought needed like a pick me up or they wanted to say thanks or just like, you know, thinking of you. And they had these messages and they were driving around and like, I, I saw the picture and it was like a girl outside our house being like, oh my God. So they must have driven to her house and on the side was like a message that someone had put up for her. And I just thought this was so cute and I was actually going to like do a proper shout out of what this was, but um, can't find it anywhere. Literally, I've been typing in God knows what into Google to try and find this and figure out what it was. And I can't do it. I just can't process a way of typing this in to get it out. And I genuinely don't know if it's just my brain has gone to mush or if anyone else has been dealing with this. But it is so hard to figure out what to type into Google if you don't know what you're looking for. If you want to buy something, right, buy, blah, blah, blah. Easy peasy. But if I'm like, oh, what was that thing that, that, that did and, you know, that thing. And Google's like, what the fuck are you on about, mate? <laughs> Literally, I end up, like, typing into the search box as if I'm, like, chatting to a mate, like, rambling in, like, a text to a friend. Um, I don't know what I'm expecting to happen when I type in these rambling messages. Like, 
what was the name of that person who was on that show with the cat, you know, like a while ago, like a year ago, with the weird voice and the arch nemesis? Oh, you mean Tiger King? Ah, that's it. Thanks, Google. Other search engines are available. This is not an ad. They are not paying me. But I will be tagging them just in case they want to sponsor me. <laughs> I genuinely have been shamelessly tagging away. Um, I don't really know how social media works and like the advertising game, but I just thought I'd tag people or t tweet at them is something I tried doing. Um, to like tag Dr. Alex, tagging Holly Willabooby, like Simon from Bridgerton. Like, I don't know what I'm going to get from this, but what is the worst that could happen? They ignore me, but they may see it and think I'm really funny and give the podcast a listen. Or best case scenario, Reggie G falls in love with me. These are all possible outcomes. And I've done this for many years. When I left uni and I was looking for a job, I put up a picture of me under a waterfall because, well, I had a gap yard. And I like to remind people about it. And the caption was, currently seeking job opportunity. And then I tagged Herbal Essence and said, hit me up. Absolutely shameless. But it didn't work. I didn't even, like, get a response. These bloody employers never get back to you about job applications, do they? Gosh, so much actually did happen this week. So Saturday night takeaway. And I just love the boys, Ant and Deck. Amazing. They're so funny. That They are sometimes like a bit cringe. And I was a bit like, what the hell is going on? But then sometimes those weird and out there things actually you find funny. And it's just really good telly. And they've obviously got the absolutely... And there is, um, I'm a celebrity. Get out my ear. And in case that wasn't obvious enough, that is a play on their program I'm a celebrity get me out of here they're absolutely shameless but it is a very funny concept so basically you might have guessed Ant and Deck are in their ears telling them what to say and they're in like funny situations and it was Harry and Jamie Redknapp and um, Jamie had to like say to a bartender they were looking to hire being like look I'm a good looking guy I like a good looking place <laughs> when talking about the bar that they were trying to do it was fantastic it was it was good to watch and obviously I am just mentioning this so I have an excuse to tag Jamie Redknapp and maybe bag myself a date who knows now I mentioned a while ago that I had a big announcement and I was working on something and I can finally tell you all what it is Back in the earlier episodes, I just said about how baths are fantastic and relaxing if you're a bit stressed or you've got a lot going on. And it's just a bit of me time, a bit of self-care and how I feel like it transports you to a spa if you put like a few candles on, turn down the lights. And I thought that if everyone donated a little bit, we could actually send all the NHS workers to a spa because they bloody well deserve it. And now I can't do that. But I have been able to sort of bring a mini version of that to reality. So on the 11th of March, it is the anniversary of the pandemic. Yay! <laughs> and I thought I'd get the NHS workers an anniversary present. 
I have got together with a few small businesses in the UK to build some pamper packages that I will be sending out to a few NHS workers. Now, this is open to all NHS workers. All you have to do is send me an email from your NHS email account to youragonyaunt.anna at gmail.com. And in the subject line, you just have to say your agony aunt. And I'll be like, boom, NHS email, your agony aunt, they're in. And then on the 11th of March, I'll do a live Instagram and pull out the names of a hat of those that I can send these little mini pamper packages to. I will also be doing a full episode dedicated to the NHS workers that have got in touch. And I want to hear all of their stories. It doesn't have to just be about the pandemic in this past year, but any embarrassing or maybe funny stories that you had that got you through the pandemic. Maybe some crazy things that you just have to share. Maybe some tough times that you'd like to share. Or maybe you're battling with your mental health at the moment. And I'll be reading some of them out on the podcast. So yeah, you guys get a full dedicated episode and it should be so much more. But this is just my little bit of trying to help you guys. And because you guys are all so very busy working, trying to save lives, I also wanted to do some shout outs. So if you've got a friend or a family member or you just know someone that's been working really hard this year or has really struggled and you want to give them a shout out just to know that you're thinking of them or you think they're doing really a really good job and you're proud of them, you guys can email in too and nominate them to be involved in this little draw. The hope of doing this is to share experiences, maybe shift things to a funnier perspective and to pamper some well-deserving NHS workers who have worked so hard and are probably really burnt out and deserve some pampering. So please share this with whatever community you have available. I want to hear from NHS workers doing different jobs and and the shout out is a great way to publicly announce the amazing work and what this person has achieved, as well as getting them a chance to win this lovely pamper package. Once they're announced, I will be contacting you with further information. But for the time being, I want to let you know what these pamper packages are. I have got donations from some amazing people that just wanted to help out and do their little bit to bring a little bit of happiness for these people that give so much to the public. We'll be giving away a minimum of 10 packages. We've already got Echo Skin, Chocolate Delights, Gracie May Wax, Yellow Gorse, Alma Sea Candles, Florist House, Rising Sun Creations, and I am still reaching out to many more, hoping for a few more donations. With the generosity and kindness of these wonderful people already involved, I hope we can reach out to as many NHS workers as possible, hear their stories, hear what they've been through, hopefully give them a laugh and maybe even a pamper package. And as I said, 11th of March, I will be drawing the names out of a hat. I'll do it live on Instagram just so that no one questions my moral compass. 
But to be honest with you, not even a mega magnet could throw off my moral compass. I love being up on my high horse. The deadline for entering into this draw and for nominating someone else for a shout out or for the pamper package is the 9th of March. So share, 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 be little social butterflies. And yes, let's do some amazing good and send these people some pamper packages and have a bit of a laugh while we do it. Auntie Anna this week is writing the world's wrongs. Passing on my wisdom and sharing little life hack you could all do with. If the Super Noodle team had contacted me asking for Auntie Anna's help, I would have told them from the get-go that a rectangle shape was a stupid way to go. So I've got a lot to offer people. So I've got a couple of things that don't make sense And I just don't think people should be saying these things anymore. And in the spirit of the podcast, I will be spinning this into a positive and leaving you with a pearl of wisdom. Okay, first one. The phrase, you've made your bed, now you've got to lie in it. No, that's fucking stupid. Okay, so this is meant to be about like consequences, right? So, oh, you've made your bed, now you've got to lie in it. Okay, first of all, consequences other way round love you've laid in your bed and now you have to make it like that's you know you've laid in it you've enjoyed it but you have to make it that just makes sense why are they putting it the wrong way round i mean the only way that this phrase works is maybe if you're applying it to the depressive state of what we're probably all living in lockdown like bloody just made my bed and now all I'm gonna do is lie in it like we're staying at home just in bed all day that's the only way I see it working the other one is when people say oh it's always the last place you look isn't it get in the fucking bin okay let's think about this really break it down the last place you look so you've, you've lost something. You've got a list of places that you're going to go around. You know, you look in the kitchen, you look in the drawers, you look in the, your bedroom, you look in a cupboard. Oh, and you find it. You're not going to then go and check for it in your fucking car or like the hallway. And the fact that they say like, oh, it's always, always in the last place I checked. Oh, we like, no, that's just... If you're looking for something, you're not going to continue looking for it after you found it. And if you are looking for something after you found it, then you have got way bigger problems than the little inconvenience of losing your keys. You need help. And my little pearl of wisdom. So this is for anyone that uses jewellery, specifically necklaces. Okay, so I'm, I'm no cheat. None of this put it on round your neck the other way around so the clasp is in front and you can just you know give yourself a double chin and see what you're doing I personally think that's a bit pathetic it's like being an adult a fully grown adult who does their bra up at the front and then twists it around like what are you doing you are not a child you have coordination you should be able to just put it on the right way around like it's not that hard you just need to grow up and put it on the right way around and keep fiddling around behind your back stretching out your shoulders till you get it latched on and i'm not i'm not saying you have to get all three one is enough just please be an adult about it 
back to the necklaces. Um, normally, I'm absolutely fine putting it on the right way and just sort of fiddling around with the clasp and the hoop and getting it eventually. But my anxiety in lockdown means that my nails are so low at the moment. I'm just like tearing them away. Bit, bit much detail there, actually. But they're practically non-existent. And we all know that when you don't have a nail, trying to hold a clasp open is like some form of punishment. You just have to get that clasp on fast because you cannot hold on to it for very long. So the next time you're getting ready to go downstairs and watch telly <laughs> and you're wanting to change up your jewellery, put on a different necklace. Okay, clasp in the right hand, hoop in the other, you know the drill. Or vice versa for lefties, no prejudice here. Then you put it round your neck, but you hold it a little bit to the left. All right. Then you go to a mirror and just look at what you're doing. Like in the mirror, you can literally see if the hoop is aligned and then bish bash bosh, you're done. Simple as. So you're very welcome for that fab little trick. And I bet any of you that wear necklaces will go and try it out right now. Go on, I'll wait, I'll wait. See? <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. Oh god, I didn't even care if anyone else finds me funny. I was just having a laugh. I'm having a great time. <laughs> no, but honestly, I do want to change your life for the better. That is what my podcast is all about. Anything rubbish or annoying you, boom, there you go, solved. Well, I hope this has lifted your spirits. That is my main priority every week. And I hope you've gained a lot as well. Stop using those stupid phrases say thank you to some NHS workers, put your necklace on like a boss and maybe you'll head out for a walk or just sit out and get some fresh air. Please do share with your friends and family. I really hope to look forward to some of the fantastic NHS workers, hear a little bit about what you've been going through this past year and hopefully give people some fantastic shout outs as well. So please do share with your friends and family or anyone that you think would really enjoy this. And let's keep growing this little community where we're all just hot messes getting together, laughing away to ourselves. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your Agony Aunt and I look forward to sharing more with you next time.